Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. Doctor Who, the company of friends. I'm Bernie Summerfield. The name's Kreiner. Fitz Kreiner. My name's Izzy and I chose the Doctor. Which means you must be Mary, Mary Shelley. What is this game you're playing, Doctor? Hello, I'm the Doctor, a traveller from beyond space. I get results. (laughs) And here, it looks like you actually get stuck. Crack the swollen headed, I take it. Spong, swank, you minish gold. Hope that pamphlet. Look out! Ah! Now, rearrange them. What did the fellow say his name was? A Dr. Frankenstein. Odd name. Never heard it before. German, do you think? Izzy, this is just page upon page of mindless violence. It's got subtext. Whoa! All the stuff in it turned the giant alien monsters. <laughs> Keep out of its way, John! At ten minutes past eleven, the light brigade advanced. As they charged towards the front, the Russians opened on them from guns in the readout on the right with volleys of musketry and rifles. The light brigade swept proudly past, glittering in the morning sun in all the pride and splendour of war. A more fearful spectacle was never witnessed than by those who, without the power to aid, beheld their heroic countrymen rushing to the arms of death. At the distance of 1,200 yards, the whole line of the enemy belched forth, From thirty cannon mouths, a flood of smoke and flame, through which hissed the deadly balls. Their flight was marked by instant gaps in our ranks, by dead men and horses, by steeds flying wounded or riderless across the plain. At thirty-five minutes past eleven, Not a British soldier, except the dead and dying, was left in front of these bloody Muscovite guns. Just get on with it, damn you! Very well. The reason you've been called before me is... Just say it, Herbert. You're demanding I resign my commission on grounds of mental instability. Nothing so dramatic, my dear fellow. Extended leave for perhaps six months. Are you aware of the facts, sir? I read your report. I've also received a telegram from Sir Hamilton Seymour in St. Petersburg. I got him. I ran the traitor down and I got him. You need men like me. Heroes. I'm a bloody hero. Bartholomew. I should not have left St. Petersburg. You cannot prevent my returning. Men like me are needed over there. Men who can make tough decisions. Bartholomew, are you quite well? Sebastopol should never have happened. Men have died and it's your fault. Men have died. No, thank you for your offer of a period of extended leave, Sir Sidney. But I shall not be requiring it. Good day, Minister. Poor fellow. 
Poor fellow. Come in. Says Sidney. Dear lady, thank you for coming. May I ask who that was, the man who just left? Ah, you heard everything then? He seems a very troubled soul. He is. Please, have a seat. Brigadier General Kitchen. Ten days ago, he ran a Russian collaborator to ground in Kursk and killed him. Since then, he's not been himself. No one knows why. Was there a conflagration? Was he hurt? No, he just seems to have taken it rather hard. But how are you, Miss Nightingale? I've not seen you since you returned from Germany. Rather anxious to know when you're sending me to Scutari. I've been reading Mr Russell's correspondence from the Crimea in the pages of the Times. By his account, I cannot depart too soon. A more fearful spectacle was never witnessed than by those who, without the power to aid, beheld their heroic countrymen rushing to the arms of death. Oh, never mind all that, Florence, dear. Have you spoken to Richard? Sydney. You never answered my letter asking about him. Richard has proposed to me. Oh, well, why on earth didn't you say that's marvellous? And I have turned him down. Oh, Florence, you're insufferable. Poor man has been in love with you for longer than I've known you, and you with him. Why do you torture yourself like this? Marry the man. He's a baron, for goodness sake. Sidney, please. I learned so much in Germany. The dedication I saw towards the sick and deprived, that is my ideal. It is very selfish of me to live my life this way. I know, but that is between me and God. Then the fellow shall give you a good talking to, if you ask me. Sorry. I know my own heart as well as he does, and I have come to understand that I must deny myself the love of a man. That is simply the way it has to be. Poppycock. I can live without love. I cannot live without my work. When do I leave for Scutari? <sighs> the aim is for you to arrive by the second week in November. A fortnight? You'll have to set off the day after tomorrow at the latest. Won't be all on your own, of course. I should hope not. First-rate fellow turned up there out of the blue a week or so ago. Some sort of medico. A doctor? Yes, here he is. Schofield. Thomas Hector Schofield. Regular angel of mercy, by all accounts. Well, I look forward to making his acquaintance. This is it, then, Doctor. This is it, Ace. The port of Sebastopol on the night of September the 25th, 1854. We've gone back almost four weeks. And a good 250 miles across the Black Sea, yes. Hang on. This is a ship. Yes, but not at sea. We're in the port, see? One gangplank. Yeah. A Russian ship? Yes, the pride of Circassia, yeah. In the middle of the siege of Sebastopol? Yes. Cannon fire. Cannon fire? Doctor, they're, they're aiming at... No! It seems the British have turned their guns on the Russian fleet. <laughs> A nice one. Well, it's not my fault. <laughs> it's completely your fault. 
I don't know what you mean. Oh, don't tell me you didn't engineer all this. Us just happening to turn up at a British army barracks in Turkey. Somewhere Hex could do some good after what he went through on Bliss. You, by the lifeboats. You're at it again, thinking you know what's best for everyone. Quiet, Ace. Who are you? What are you doing? Yeah, yeah, the sailors seen us. We're supposed to be captured, remember? I'm supposed to be captured. Sir Hamilton's report said nothing about you. You men, follow me. Oh, now he tells me. Nothing I Mr. Russell read about anyway. Certainly he didn't mention you back in Skatari. So I'm staying at large then. What else did this report say? That when I was brought to St. Petersburg, my clothes were covered in blood. Oh, nice. Here they come. Stay down. I don't think they see you. Come out from there. Come out. Or my men will drag you out. No need for that. Ensign, is it? Arrest that man. On what charge? Signaling to the British fleet. Don't be ridiculous. Duck! What? <coughs> Doctor, back to the TARDIS. Come on! No, Ace, it's not safe. The mask! Where did she come from? Look out! Oh, stupid! Ace! Ace? Her. She's been crushed. You men, help me raise the mast. Or do you want to catch her one spy or two? Like he says. On three. One, two, three. Three! Speak to me, Ace. Oh, that blood from a head wound. If she's not dead yet, she ought to be. I've got you, Ace. You, help me get her back to the TARDIS. Blue box, he means. Yes! Yes, the blue box! Help me get her back to the blue box! What blue box? That blue box! Ace, can you walk? I don't know. Uh, A bit. Then walk! Uh, Okay. I don't think so. I'm arresting you both in the name of Tsar Nicholas I. You just carry on, Ace. Don't make me shoot you! Carry on! I'm warning you! And I'm warning you! Duck! Oh, come on. You can't expect that to work. Men, take this man into custody. Let me go. My friend has gone over the side. The blue box as well. Never mind the blue box. Oh, but the water is black as pitch. I see nothing. Answer, please. Enemy agent or not, I can't let a woman drown. Just don't expect me to bring the blue box back as well. Hurry! I wonder what the odds are of me surviving this. Adukhovsky would not give it 50 to 1 against. Adochowski. <laughs> Who is that? Sir Hamilton Seymour and Brigadier General Kitchen come to see the prisoner. You may enter. Of course we may enter, you puissant barbarian. He's the British ambassador. Good God, steady on, Barty. Tact and all that. Well, it's beyond the pale. It really is. Follow me. What's this fellow's name, anyhow? All he's giving is the doctor, apparently. Medical? A daring one, certainly. They're only daring until they're dead. Then they're just dead. Someone shall have to cure you of that romantic streak, Seymour. 
Ah, but this fellow's the stuff heroes are made of. Makes his own way to Sebastopol, smuggles himself aboard a Russian warship, then signals the fleet's location to our boy. If he were an infantryman acting under orders, I'd pin a medal on his chest myself, but he's not. He's a civilian, and as such, he's a nuisance and a damned fool. Just one moment. Oh, come on, Barty. After all, you're a hero yourself. About a bally dozen times... Don't those... call me that! Oh, come now, don't be modest. Soldiers don't like to be singled out so much. We're part of an army. If we win the battle, then we're all perishing heroes. In any case, it's for God to decide who's a hero and who not. He's in here, is he? This idiot! Come in! Come in! I wait outside. Jolly good, yeah. Your name is the Doctor, I believe. Usually. I don't suppose you've brought a couple of spoons with you by any chance. <laughs> You're not planning to dig your way out? Failing that, at least I could entertain myself with a tune. I say, your clothes are covered in blood. It's not mine. It belongs to my friend Ace. Ah, yes. His accomplice. Something like that. Tell me she's alive and well. A telegram arrived from Sebastopol ahead of you. Your friend is recovering in Fort Alexander. Oh, that's a relief. It took a bit of a bump to the noggin, I'm told, but she's being well looked after. If the conditions there are anything like those at Scutari, I seriously doubt it. Don't worry, it is miles off. Is it? Good morning. I feel like a Dalek just sat on my head. Well, I'm not sure what a Dalek is, but if it is something large, heavy and nasty... that's a Dalek, all right. Then yes, that would be a fair expression of how you must be feeling. I remember you. The ensign... Oh, don't try and move. As well as the head wound. You've broken two ribs. Where's the doctor? Now that's annoying. What's annoying? That you should inquire about your accomplice before asking who I am or where you are. Well, it's another 25 rubles I owe Adahovsky. Let's just say I like to avoid clichés. And what's with all this accomplice business? No, please don't try to protest you are not a British spy. Apart from anything else, I didn't think to lay a wager on it. Tell you what. I'll meet you halfway. I'll guess for myself that I'm under constant guard in some kind of military hospital in Sebastopol. And I'll let you tell me where the doctor is. I'm Sir Hamilton Seymour, the ambassador here in St. Petersburg. This is Brigadier General Bartholomew Kitchen. I have to say, Doctor, we're all terribly proud of you. I suspect that Tsar Nicholas doesn't share your enthusiasm, having thrown me in his best dungeon on arrival. Fair as fair, old man. You are the enemy, after all. So, one of these sightseers, are you? Excuse me? Sightseers? That's what we call you lot. You civilian fellows that get into your little boats and tag along behind the troop ships all the way from England and up the Bosporus. Some of you, it seems, have even made it across the Black Sea. Good show. Damn foolish, if you ask me. Barty doesn't like people stealing his thunder, Doctor. He's the biggest hero we've got around here. I told you! No one's a hero in this farce of a war! Oh, there's nothing to learn here. 
If you'll excuse me, I have my duties to attend to. Doctor? Well, there's a man with something on his mind. Anyway, just thought we'd put our heads round the door, as it were. God! God! You'll be presented to the Tsar in a few days' time. God! Not the most God! straightforward of chaps, but easy enough to rub along with. Once you get to know him, of course. Out of my way! I'm sure we'll get on heroically. Yes. Well, see you in a couple of days, then. I look forward to it. Well, where is he? After your accident the night before last, the doctor was taken by train to St. Petersburg to answer to Tsar Nicholas. Oh, right. He's quite unharmed. You will remain here at Fort Alexander since you are too weak to travel. Oh, you're not wrong there. My name, although you seem less than interested to know it, is Lev Nikolaevich Tolstoy. Tolstoy? What, as in the writer? You've read my work. Uh, not recently, no. No. Two stories are all I've had published. In a journal called The Contemporary. But I'm working on a series about Sebastopol at the moment. Oh, of course you are, when your duties as an ensign allow. Actually, I'm a count. Oh, I should be impressed then, should I? Oh, most women are. Are you trying to chat me up, Lev? Because if you are, oh, I'd like to point out that I'm a suspected enemy agent and apparently pretty much on my deathbed. The word... Inappropriate leaps to mind. It's true that I've never before had anyone quite so beguiling placed in my charge. And it's not often I get to speak with an English person. Right. What odds did this Adahovsky give you that you couldn't pull me? Pull? Come on. Evans. He was being generous. It wasn't certain you'd survive the night. Oh, charming. Love me, old mate. Yes? Devilishly handsome as you are. Yes? You've just lost your bet. Charming. Would it make any difference if I told you it was I who jumped into the water to save you last night, after your brains had been all but dashed across the deck? You saved my life. If it wasn't for me, you may have been washed away from the moorings and into one of the harbour mines. Then you'd have had a headache. Thanks. The fact is, you weren't in any immediate danger. You'd grabbed hold of the blue box that went over with you. The TARDIS! Where is it? Oh. Uh, probably halfway across the Black Sea by now. Was it part of your spying equipment? We're not spies, okay? Ah. I think I should leave you now to recover. But I very much hope we'll speak again. Ace. Excuse me? My name. It's Ace. So that's why your doctor kept on saying it. <laughs> well, duh. I took it for some sort of exclamation. Well, Ace. It's a pleasure to meet you. Now, try to rest. You'll most likely be moved to a local prison before the end of the week. Without the TARDIS, I won't be going anywhere. Oh, how did we get in this mess? Mess, 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 mess. I wonder where we are. Well, wherever we are, Doctor, oh, it reeks. Like an open sewer, yeah? Hex! Or a mortuary. Don't you start. Mind your feet, both of you. Yeah, why? That's why. 
Oh my god. You were right, Doctor? Body bags? Shrouds. Whatever, we all know what's inside. Ah! Oh. Oi, light! Yes, 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 yes. Oh, 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 no. Oh, that's it. We're getting out of here. Hang on, Ace. There's a door. Well, what can you see? Men in uniform. Oh, it's not all bad, then. It's like something out of Zulu. Yeah, but can you see the whites of their eyes? A little earlier than rocks drift, I think. Any idea, Mr. Hicks? Yeah... I've got an idea. Cheers, Doctor. Hey, where are you off to? Catch both of you later. Yeah, but we don't even know where we are yet. Let him go. Hex knows exactly where he is and when. You're going to let me in on the big secret, then? That's it, son. Bring it all up, so. The bucket's here if you need it. Make your old man proud now. You! Get the bucket away from him! I'd say that'd be a bit of a stupid thing to do now, seeing as the lieutenant may well need to make some use of it. He's practically got his hands in it, and it's filthy. Sure, it's only a bit of muck, lad. Please tell me you're not a doctor. I'm not a doctor. I'm William Russell, special correspondent for the London Times. And who might you be? I'm... Thomas Schofield. And what is it that you are, Thomas Schofield? Because for sure you're not a soldier. I'm a doctor. Sir Hamilton Seymour? I'm attached to the office of Sir Hamilton Seymour. Sir Hamilton Seymour, you say? Yes, I'm on his personal medical staff. Is that so? Then tell me, Thomas, what is it you're doing not in St. Petersburg with Sir Hamilton Seymour, the British ambassador in St. Petersburg? You're a long way off if he wants a pill or two. I... Lieutenant... uh... You keep working away with that bucket you have there, and I'll come back to hear your story a little later. All right, so? You, lad, you'll come with me. But his bandages need changing. If they needed changing, a nurse would change them. They know what they're doing. This law? Oh, come on, no one here's got a clue. My mother raised no fools, you understand? But you tell me, which do you think that poor wretch is going to die from first? The bit of half-eaten dinner on his hands, or the Russian musket ball in his stomach? I don't know. Perhaps it'd be the inch of mud on his bed sheets, Or maybe the stench from the drains. I have to change his bandages. Hold your horses, lad. Get off me! You listen to me. I'm doing my damnedest to keep talk like that out of the papers, and the boys in these beds don't want to hear it either. Now, I know you're nothing to do with Sir Hamilton and the embassy in St. Petersburg. So who exactly are you, Thomas Schofield? At the moment, I'm the only person here who can stop these men dying like animals in their own filth. This place doesn't know whether it's a military hospital or a sewer. Neither, it's a barracks. Yeah, but where? The Crimea. Oh, Florence Nightingale. So we're in um, Russia, right? The Crimean War was fought principally between Britain and Russia, yes, but this is part of the Ottoman Empire. What, is that Turkey? This is the British Army barracks at Skatari. The 17th of October, 1854. The 17th? Approximately. And Hex knows this? If any period in Earth's history needed a nurse for the future, this is it. We'd better find him. He's going to want to get involved. So long as he doesn't make too much of an impression. You're the expert. Suppose it might even do him some good. You know, after what happened with the Daleks on Bliss. Bit of luck the TARDIS plonking us down here. Yes, it was. Still, 
Best if we give him a heads up, yeah? Ace? No profile, I know. I'm not a beginner at this. Ace, I, I think he knows. Ace! So much suffering. So much death. Good God Almighty, you! Ah, hello. I'm the Doctor, and I'm looking for my friend Hex. I wonder if you see... What do you mean, me? I know who you are, sir. Right down to your jersey. Let go of Stop me! Stop your ah. squirming! You! Private Preston, over here! Yes, Mr. Russell? Take up your musket and train it on this man. What, sir? He is wanted on suspicion of treason against the Crown. Treason? Rubbish! I don't know who you think I am, sir, but I shall not be detained a moment longer. Don't move, Doctor. Good day for you. Oh, for the love of God, Preston. Mr. Russell! Shoot him, man! Shoot him before he runs! Halt! Here he is. Schofield. Thomas Hector Schofield. Regular angel of mercy, by all accounts. Well, I look forward to making his acquaintance. Good. Good. Well, then, Godspeed, Miss Nightingale. Of course, Sir Sidney. There's just one thing. Is there now? Brigadier General Kitchen. What's to become of him? I'm to take him off active service for a time. Perhaps for good. PM's orders. A shame. He was a good soldier, despite everything. Let him come with me to Scutari. Oh, now, Florence. I can help him understand that God has forgiven him. Dear lady, you'll have enough to contend with as it is. It's a hell of a mess out there, by all accounts. Terrible misjudgment of Balaclava three days ago. No one knows what Cardigan was thinking. Doubt the fellow knows himself. I shall talk to the Prime Minister myself if I have to. Oh, you are... Insufferable? <laughs> <sighs> Very well, then, Miss Nightingale. I shall square things with the Prime Minister. Thank you, Sir Sidney. This collaborator, the man Bartholomew Kitchen killed, was it a friend of his? No, not at all. Another mystery medico, in fact. Some strange fellow known only as the Doctor. I don't know who you think I am, sir, but I shall not be detained a moment longer. Don't move, Doctor. Good day for you. Oh, for the love of God, Preston. Mr. Russell. Shoot him, man. Shoot him before he runs. Halt. I said halt there. Halt, Earl. Fire? Now, why would you want to do that, Private Preston? I... In my experience, Private Preston, soldiers don't take their orders from men without uniform. Men like Mr. Russell, was it? I say again... Good day to you. Just do it, Preston, I'm telling you. Private Preston, in the name of the Crown, I order you to restrain this Irishman. Yes, sir. What? That man's not in uniform either. I, I don't... Oh, for the love of Pete. <coughs> well, I'll be off. Stay where you are, Doctor, or I fire. 
You don't seem the sort of man accustomed to handling firearms, Mr. Russell. Not even I can miss at this range. Now, back to me, Doctor. Nice and slow-like. You seem very sure of yourself. To my mind, making a run for it makes you the traitor the Colonel is looking for. The Colonel? The fellow you and I are going to see. Quick march. Ace, I'm busy. What, slopping out? Cleaning. God knows this place could do with it. Oh, right. Thought you'd be doing your Florence Nightingale bit. It's October. She won't be here for a month or so, yeah. How come you know that? Ah, but seeing as you're an extra pair of hands... Oh, this sounds ominous. I'm going to need some supplies. Supplies? From the TARDIS sickbay. Hex! Nothing heavy like. Sterile dressings, antiseptic, that sort of thing. TARDIS is in here, right? Just don't get too involved. Look... I can't just stand by and watch all this suffering. If that's too involved, will sue me. You're not her, though. The lady with the lamp. You know what else? These are the lucky ones. The ones who didn't get typhoid on the boat out here. All cholera. Yeah, but you can't go giving them antibiotics, mate. The doctor won't let you. I'm not going to go mad, all right? I'm just making sure things are clean and tidy. Boiling up dirty instruments, you know. Hex, you've got to be careful. You don't know how much you might change history. Yeah. It's, it's not like teaching cavemen the secret of fire. Oh, he's locked the TARDIS. Ace, have you got a spare... No, sorry. It's just... Someone's got to do something, you know. Someone will! In a month or so! Yeah. But till then... <sighs> There's a slot above the P of police box. That's where he keeps a key. Seriously? He thinks I don't know. At least, I think he thinks I don't know. Magic? Come here, you. Uh, none of that. You're on duty, remember? I meant, gives a leg up. Oh, right. <laughs> Just the basics, mind. No wonder drugs. No laser scalpels. No portable nuclear generators. Yeah, yeah. Got it. All right. I'll try to square it with the doctor. Thanks. I owe you one, yeah? You do? Oi, key. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Thanks. Get on with it, then. See you. I only hope Florence Nightingale can meet your high standards, Hex. Colonel? It would appear there's nobody home. Then we'll wait. In, Doctor. There's no need to shove, Mr. Russell. Sit there and stay there, you. Now, where were we? As I remember it, I no sooner introduced myself to you when you wanted to shoot me. There's never an ace around when you need one. Pardon? Call me old-fashioned, Mr. Russell, but I like to know exactly who wants to shoot me and why. William Russell, London Times, at your service. A journalist, <laughs> an essential part of the modern war. Evidently you escaped from the palace in St. Petersburg. And why was I locked up there in the first place, if I'm supposed to be a Russian collaborator? The perfect bluff. You gather information, the Russians make a fake show of arresting you, take you to Nicholas, he locks you up for the look of things, you escape, so to speak, and return the hero. War, the great facilitator of the conspiracy theory. Read it all in Sir Hamilton Seymour's report to the Minister for War. 
right down to the jersey with the question marks on. Blood's hell to shift, mind. How did you get all the stains out? Blood stains? Oh, but I'm not here to swap laundry secrets. Why don't you tell me your side of the story first, Doctor? My side? Ah, tell me, Mr. Russell, is this an interrogation or is it an interview? <laughs> Wouldn't for that, Russell, you see that I don't... Excuse me, Private... Oh, blimey, you've been in the wars. Yes, miss. So have we all. Oh, yeah, sorry. You need to tip your head back, mate, if you want to stop a nosebleed. Well, that is... Mm, that's it. Look, have you seen a civilian come this way? About so high? Dark jacket. Uh, question marks on his jersey. <laughs> have I ever? The doctor, is it? Head back. <clears throat> the doctor did this to you? No, but it was him as earned me this. It was that Irish newsman walloped me in the kisser. Newsman? Mr Russell of the London Times. Blindsided us good and proper. All because he wanted to shoot your... He's taken me musket! A thieving beggar! Yeah, don't worry about that. What's he done with the doctor? I don't know, miss, but I'll tell you this. Soon as this nose stops bleeding, I'm going straight to the colonel. The colonel? He's in charge here. Sure he is. His office is in the next block. Anyone will direct you once you get there. Men like yourself, Doctor, always turn bad, I'd say. You have a propensity for it. The way you manipulated Private Preston back there, for example, maybe you can't help it. I find it's better than carrying arms. Make your enemies destroy each other, you mean? Interesting. Uh, maybe you hate the Russian Empire as much as the British. Maybe you see yourself as better than all of us. I can see that nothing I say is going to dissuade you of my guilt. And I have to say, Mr. Russell, that doesn't bode well for the quality of your journalism. And what were you doing in Sebastopol on the night of the 25th of September? The night you were captured by the Russians? Sebastopol? Oh, yes. The siege must be, what, a month old by now. All that cannon fire, all that wanton destruction. All of which was caused by you. It was? You knew that the city was to be taken on the 20th with naval support. So you passed information through your man in Constantinople to the effect that the Tsar was considering surrender. I seemed to be terribly well connected. So the fleet was held back. The British stayed outside Sebastopol and the Russians were able to dig trenches and shore up the city tighter than an Irishman on St. Patrick's Day. Did I really do all that? Oh, you're a proud one, all right. You think you know something I don't, don't you? I can see it in your eyes. And are you proud, Mr. Russell? Proud of the way the British Empire has conducted itself? How it has perpetuated this needless war? The War Office decided... The War Office? <laughs> this should have ended months ago. The Russians had withdrawn from the Balkan territories before the British Army had even arrived. There is still a Russian military threat. A threat that has been created. A bear that has been goaded. Our boys weren't sent here for no reason. No. So with no enemy in sight, they were ordered to press on into the Black Sea and destroy the Russian Navy once and for all. Is opportunism something to be proud of, Mr. Russell? You want to know what I'm proud of? I'm proud of the way our boys have come to the other side of the world to fight for the stability of the world their children shall inherit. A stability built on warmongering. If the Russians control this part of the Ottoman Empire, they'll move their Black Sea ports south, maybe as far around as the eastern Mediterranean. From there, they could control the world. Control the world. Dominate the universe. It's always the same old justification. Are you trying to provoke me, Doc? So much for the independence of the press. Yes. 
Telegram from Mr. Russell? Yes, I dig it all back. I'm Russell. A message, where is it? It's, um... Oh, in here somewhere. Come on, come on, show me. Um, oh yeah. Here! Oh! What the... Ah, there. Blindsided him, good and proper. Ow! Oh, my hand! Yes, violence always comes at a cost. Mm. Yeah, you've just been rescued from a man who wanted you shot. Ow! We should find Hex. He can take a look at your hand too. He's gone back to the TARDIS. Don't expect he'll want to spare us his attention, though. In the absence of Florence Nightingale, he's turned into St Francis of Assisi. I'm sorry? Oh, no. He was the one with the animals, right? Yes. Come on. Right, then. <laughs> Portable nuclear generator. Yeah, right. Portable, my... And just where do you think you're going with that, Mr. Hex? Ah, oh, hell. What did I tell you? Hex! Look, I, I know what you're going to say. Good. Then I don't need to say it. Oh, come on, I just want to give these guys a chance. Future technology won't help the wounded here any more than washing the floors twice daily with a bucket and mop. Yeah, I know that. Besides, any passing timeship might detect the use of an anachronistic power source, be it electrical, nuclear or hypersonic. Yeah, and before you know it, the Time Lords will have all three of us up for messing with history. Quite. You know, I'm sure I locked the TARDIS too. Oh, but... Uh, come on, Hex. Let's get this generator back inside. Leave! Just here, I'll do. Ow! You hurt your hand? It's nothing. Don't worry about it. All done. Good. We're going back in time a month or so. What? The doctor's a bit notorious here. He wants to go to Sebastopol to find out why. No. Doctor, I I'm stopping. We haven't got time to argue. Ace may have just upset a rather large Irishman. William Russell? Well, he hasn't seen me with you. No one has. I'll be all right. Just go. Hex! Look, I, I don't mean forever. I just want to help out for a bit. Six weeks or so. Oh, I get it. You want to meet Florence Nightingale. Well, it'd be nice. Hex and Florence sitting in a tree. K-I-S-S-I. It's not like that. It's just, she was kind of the reason I started all this. Nursing. I did the school project, see? About the Crimea and the lady with the lamp. But the careers officer happened to come round that week and, well, she was the first thing that came to me mind when they asked me, what did I want to be? What? <laughs> That's why you... It could have been worse. Billy Thompson, his history project was Sir Robert Peel. Ah, yes, and he ended up as a policeman. He ended up in Borstal for Robin and Offie. Right. The point is, this is who I am. This is what I've got. And if what I've got can help out in any way... You want to use it? Yes. Yes, of course. So, that's all right then. I can go. With my blessing. You're sure about this, Hex? I'm sure. Right. Well, I'll see you both in a bit then. Six weeks. Do good work, Nurse Schofield. Hex! Good luck. Good luck. Yeah, I'll need it. No, I forgot. Doctor! Doctor, hold on! Oh, gone. 
Oh, man. Hey, what's with the racket? N nothing. What racket? Private, right? Preston. What's that you're hiding? Let me see your hands. J just some pills. A couple of dozen pentobarbital. Pento what? It's a sedative. Oh, yeah, and a hypersonic scalpel. Doctor's stuff. Yeah. Some doctor must have left them here. You're Schofield, aren't you? Thomas Schofield. Eh? How did you Audley know? sent us to find you. Said you were here to help out. Yeah, that's right. So, you can help us chop up some firewood. Um, well, I kind of thought... Good man, this way. Hold up. Private. The fact is, I'm a medico. Yeah, well, someone's got to do it. We all have to... Muck in. Yeah, of course. In it. Storeroom. Grab yourself an axe. Oh my god. Yeah, that's it. Great big blue thing. Got washed up on the shore a couple of weeks back. The TARDIS? But <clears throat> she'll burn up a tree, I reckon. Mate, you're gonna do yourself some damage. An axe isn't even gonna scratch the paint. Ah, what are you talking about? <coughs> what the? <coughs> All dried out now. Chopping up nicely. Schofield. Oh, it's just a shell. Yeah, empty old police box, whatever that is. Are you going to do your bit, or what? You don't understand? Yeah, right. Too dainty for heavy work, are you? You don't understand. Sebastopol, the 20th October. Day and night, the pounding of the port continues. Amid the thunder of artillery, I snatch a few moments to write to you. Here, the harbour is full of drift timber, broken into the smallest fragments and, horrible to relate, trunks of human bodies all mutilated and torn. Balaclava, the 25th October. And now occurred the melancholy catastrophe which fills us all with sorrow. Lord Lucan gave the order to Lord Cardigan to advance his light cavalry brigade upon the Russian guns. The noble Earl, though he did not shrink, also saw the fearful odds against him. Don Quixote, in his tilt against the windmill, was not near so rash and reckless as the gallant fellows who prepared without a thought to rush on almost certain death. There was a plane to charge over before the enemy's guns were reached of a mile and a half in length. At ten minutes past eleven, the light brigade advanced. Inkerman, the 5th November. We have been prone to believe that no foe could ever withstand the British soldier wielding his favourite bayonet, but at the Battle of Inkerman, not only did we charge in vain, but we were obliged to resist bayonet to bayonet the Russian infantry again and again. The bloody massacre resulting admits of no description. Scutari, the 18th November. I returned to the hospital to find that the diminution of our numbers every day is a cause of serious anxiety. Out of 35,600 men born on the strength of the army, there are not now more than 16,500 rank and file fit for service. 
Lift his arm, would you, Bill? I need to tighten the tourniquet. Right you are, Sir Thomas. Oh, just look at it. I'm no expert, sir, but shouldn't these wounds be on their way to healing by now? Yeah, they should. He came in a fortnight ago after Inkerman. But how can it prevent infection when still, still, no one ever cleans the floor? Steady. You can lower his arm now, thanks. You know what gets me, Bill? How long are they going to keep this up? The military? First that criminally insane charge at Balaclava, and then Inkerman. Let it go, lad. You're in for the long haul now. I guess there's nowhere else for me to go. What with the TARDIS destroyed? Say what? Nothing. Dr. Schofield! Is there a Dr. Schofield here? This man's lost a lot of blood, but he's still conscious. I'm Schofield. Bring him over here. Come on, lad. We're nearly there. You lot, get off that table. We need some more space. And move those muskets and all. We brought him in from the corridor. There are many more out there, but this poor soul is the worst of them. Set him down. Don't worry, mate. I've got you. The men are saying it was the new Russian mines. In the water in Sebastopol port. Dozens of our boys were thrown overboard. This lad damn near lost his leg. I can see that. Just... We need more light. Are you the nurse sent for more lamp oil? No, my name is Florence Nightingale. I'm here to help. Bartholomew, find more lamp oil, please. Yes, Miss Nightingale. Welcome to Shkutari, Miss Nightingale. Dr. Schofield, repositioning this man's ligature and burning the wound may save his life and what's left of his leg. Gawping at me surely won't. Dr. Schofield! I'm not a doctor, yeah? It's the men that call me that. I'm a nurse... Um, Thomas Schofield, pleased to meet you. I trust you're not offering that bloodied paw to me. Oh, God, sorry, sorry, it's just, I'll just find something to... <laughs> I've not seen you look like that since the first day you got here, lad. And you, I take it, are Mr. William Russell, the journalist? One and the same, Miss Nightingale, and might I say, it's a privilege to meet Later you. Later you may say what you will, Mr. Russell, but now I suggest we give our attention to our patient. Right you are, sir. Well, now, in the absence of a surgeon, we must proceed... Hot irons, please, Mr. Schofield. Hot irons. Right. Are you sure? Quite sure, Mr. Schofield. It's always a mercy when the hot irons come out. At least the smell of burning flesh covers the stink from the drains, so... Oh, God. The drains? I'm so sorry, Miss Nightingale. I've been trying for weeks to get something done about them, but... But? Look, I'm sorry. I haven't done a good enough job for you. For me? Whatever can you mean? I, I just meant... I don't know what I meant. Hot irons. Now, Mr. Schofield. Sorry. That's quite all right, Doctor. I'm not... Uh, doesn't matter. Away you go, lad. But she'll still be here when you get back, so... Here's the oil you needed, Miss Nightingale. Thank you, Brigadier General. I'll take it. May I help you with something else, Miss? Perhaps you could make sure Mr. Schofield doesn't burn down the barracks collecting the hot irons. Right away, Miss. Mr. Russell, would you help me fill these lamps? Oh, right you are. If you don't mind me saying, you seem to have brought with you your own personal brigadier general there. I do mind you saying, as a matter of fact, Mr. Russell, your implication is lascivious. Lascivious, am I? Brigadier General Kitchen and I struck up a firm friendship on the journey here, rooted in a shared belief of our Lord, and that is all. Well then, that's me told. But don't you go telling me you don't know the effect you have on the menfolk. Just look at our Thomas Schofield. He had fallen for you as soon as he looked at you. Hook, line, and the whole shebang, as they say. Mr. Russell, I hardly think the unwanted attentions of a well-meaning idiot should worry me oh, any. Oh, slow down there, miss. Only having a bit of fun with you, so no harm meant. Sight. 
Schofield's no idiot. Yes, so I'm told. You may replace the cover of that lamp, Mr. Russell. What the devil? That was him. Thomas? What are you doing? For God's sake. It's unforgivable. Hi there, you! Brigadier General, put that man down. Phil, this guy's gone off his head. Bartholomew? You're among friends, Bartholomew. All is well. Yeah, I'm not. He just went for me with his fists. There are some things even God cannot forgive. Thomas, move away slowly. Bartholomew? We are at war. And in war, nothing can forgive collaboration. God demands penance, and for your actions, the penance is death. Oh, get off. No! Put the weapon down, Bartholomew. Brigadier General, sheath your blade, man. You stay out of this. Well, if it's a fight you'd be after... Mr. Russell, no! <clears throat> to me, lad. Thanks, Bill. That guy's a nutter. Bartholomew, are you all right? Yes. Yes. Daughter, I may be, but you, sir, you are a collaborator. No, mate, you've got this all wrong. Oh, come on now, I've known Thomas Schofield there more than a month. And a man less likely to be a collaborator you'll not find in these here barracks. He's just admitted it to me himself. I didn't say nothing. Bartholomew. He implicated himself. Mr. Schofield, did you say anything that could have been misconstrued in any way? Look, all I said was, he asked me how I got here, if I was a sightseer, whatever he means by that. And I say I arrive with two friends, but that they're dead now, for all I know. And is that when the Brigadier General struck you? No. I said I wished Ace and the Doctor could have met you, Miss Nightingale. The Doctor? Yeah. Ace and the Doctor. Sorry, Bill. I know you guys didn't exactly get off on the right foot, and that's why I never mentioned it to you before, like. Brigadier General, my apologies to you. Oh, God. Here we go. I suggest you arrest this man, Schofield, for suspicion of collaboration in wartime before I beat him black and blue myself. sure to observe all the proper forms of address throughout the interview. Sir Hamilton, I've dined with Tsars and danced with Tsarinas, cross wits with emperors and cross swords with kings. I know what I'm doing. Nonetheless, a protocol dictates... Protocol is for dullards. He may approach. 
worry, Ambassador. I shall endeavor not to offend etiquette. Best of British, then. Your hat, man! Remove your hat! <coughs> your Majesty, I'm the Doctor. So you are. <coughs> We've never met before, but I have it on good authority that I'm a close personal friend of yours. I am told you helped the British destroy my fleet at Sebastopol. I'm told so, too. Yes. I was warned you could be rather oblique. Now, having established my guilt, what's the plan, Your Majesty? Fake my escape from your dungeons and set me up as a double agent? <coughs> you should have to present a convincing traitor first. Or I might be a triple agent. Yes, uh, perhaps. I'm not an agent at all. <coughs> there is a samovar prepared. Help yourself to tea. Thank you. <laughs> mm, such fine crockery. And such lovely spoons. Real gold, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, yes. I'll be mother. So, this war of yours, what do you think of it so far, Your Majesty? <laughs> Hi, yes. I have brought you breakfast, please. Oh, yeah, and you can take it right back. Wouldn't feed it to a Kiloran. Pack it in! I've been doing that since the crack of dawn. The sentries playing some stupid game. Ah, yes, they're balancing on tent pegs. Oh, I know they're balancing on tent pegs. Why? Because if they stay on long enough, I give them a piece of ginger cake or some tobacco, whatever they have a fancy for. Dorohov is cheating again! You make him do it on the left leg now! It is good fun. Ace, you must eat the gruel. Yeah? You try it, Lev. You think I get any different? Besides, how are you supposed to eat breakfast without the back of a cereal packet to read? Cereal? I've read everything these walls have got to offer. Natasha, my love, February the 6th, 1802. Innocent! Nikolai Petrovich, December the 19th, 1841. Book me a seat on the next TARDIS out of here. Ace, October the 2nd, 1854. Oh, pass the gruel, will you? Look on the bright side. At least you can read Russian. Mm, yeah. Oh, my God! Yes? I can read Russian! There's me thinking the TARDIS uh, was... TARDIS? And all the time, I'm reading Russian, talking Russian... Evidently. Oh, stupid, stupid, stupid! Ace! Okay. Escape from Russian prison. Find TARDIS somewhere in the Crimea. Track down the doctor in St. Petersburg. Three impossible things before breakfast it is, then. <coughs> the war, yes. I doubt I shall win. No? You don't look sorry for me, Doctor. People are always feeling sorry for me. Your Sir Hamilton, he feels sorry. For me, but he does not do anything to help me. Your tea, Your Majesty. Mm. Thank you, Doctor. <coughs> Brigadier General Kitchen, he is worse, for he pities me. I took him for a man of conscience. True. I have no time for pity, but a man of conscience has something I can use. 
And which do you think I will offer you, Your Majesty? My sympathy or my pity? <laughs> I would say you are a man of conscience, Doctor. You say what you mean, what you think must be said. Your air of mockery tells me you honour this in your actions also. You think I mock you? You don't sympathise like Seymour does. You show no tendency to pamper me with platitudes. Yet you do not pity me either. It is almost as if you empathise. You bear a great responsibility, Tsar. You keep your people alive, you keep your country going... You've achieved remarkable things in the running of your empire, yet you remain outwardly unremarkable yourself. Oh, this is the destiny of some men. <laughs> and does that sound like you, Doctor? Perhaps. Oh, I cannot decide what to do with you. To free a guilty man would be foolish, but to execute an innocent would weigh heavy on my conscience. Well, yes. I do not wish to be made a fool, and I have more than enough on my conscience. God, <coughs> return this man to my dungeons. I do not wish to see him again. But I thought we were getting along. We're having tea. I defer my judgment. If it means you live out the rest of your days beneath my palace, so be it. <coughs> Take him away. Let go of me. There's no need for this. I have no use, Doctor, for men of conscience who do not pity me. <coughs> Goodbye. No! Get off me! <coughs> this isn't mine! No use at all. Of course. I have not told you the news yet. The Doctor! You've heard something about the Doctor! No, no, I'm afraid not. Ace, you will be leaving Fort Alexander. Today! They're letting me go? No, you will be transferred to another prison. Oh, great. Guess it can't be any worse than this. Oh, but it is. Army prison, the conditions are terrible. But you are a lucky lady, Ace. Yeah? I'm not feeling all that lucky right now. For three reasons. One, the new prison is out of range of the British guns. Suppose I might at least get a good night's sleep. Two, it is early October. So? The cold weather is killing the flies. Right. Mind you, as soon as we start to kill the prisoners also. Yeah, I'm not sure Lucky quite covers that one. You have not yet seen the new prison. Three reasons, you said? Oh, yes. I am to transport you there. And then? Hard to say. That's assuming the chain of command remembers about you at all. Oh, great. Same goes for the Doctor, I suppose. Who? Funny. Right then, Lev. You gonna take me to prison or what? Let me go. I tell you, this has been a mistake. This isn't what is supposed to happen. Guard, what's going on here? Brigadier General Kitchen, contrary to what I've been led to believe, the Tsar isn't going to arrange for my so-called escape. What are you talking about? So I was wondering if you and Sir Hamilton couldn't pull a few strings, you know, and get me unincarcerated. If you're a prisoner of war, there's not a great deal we can do until the war's over. You should have stayed at home, Doctor. Let it be a lesson to you. Oh, don't let it trouble your conscience. 
I know you have a conscience, Brigadier General. The Tsar himself told me all about it. What do you mean by that? I wonder what he could have meant, though. Probably nothing. Although a man with a conscience, a military man who disagrees with the war policy of his own country... I don't know what it is you think you know, Doctor. A man who may even be ashamed of it. What could such a man's conscience lead him to, I wonder? But I assure you, you do not want to play games with me. Oh, this isn't a game, Brigadier General. This is a war. And war makes people do terrible and shameful things. But you know that already, don't you, Bartholomew Kitchen? Guard, I believe you have your orders. I suggest you carry them out and throw that man in the palace dungeon. Well, that seems to have stirred things up a bit. Doctor, I may be, but you, sir, you are a collaborator. No, mate. You've got this all wrong. Oh, come on now. I've known Thomas Schofield there more than a month. And a man less likely to be a collaborator you'll not find in these here barracks. He's just admitted it to me himself. I didn't say nothing. Bartholomew. He implicated himself. Mr. Schofield, did you say anything that could have been misconstrued in any way? Look, all I said was, he asked me how I got here, if I was a sightseer, whatever he means by that. And I say I arrived with two friends, but they're dead now, for all I know. And is that when the Brigadier General struck you? No, I said I wished Ace and the Doctor could have met you, Miss Nightingale. Bartholomew? Are you resting? Bartholomew? What could such a man's conscience lead him to? Bartholomew, I wish to speak to you about Thomas Schofield. I wonder. Are you quite well, sir? Thomas Schofield, you say? The boy's a traitor, Miss Nightingale. A collaborator, by heaven! You are here to assist with a medical effort, Bartholomew. And it would be of the greatest assistance to me if you were to withdraw your allegations regarding Thomas Schofield. They are disruptive, distracting, and from what I gather, entirely without foundation. I shall determine his innocence. You shall not, sir. That comes within the purview of our law. The doctor was a double agent, a spy in the pay of the Tsar. Schofield... Schofield is guilty by his self-confessed association. He is a boy and a more innocent-looking one. I can scarce imagine. Ask Russell, madam. He knows. He'll tell you. Bill, it was a month ago. The doctor left a month ago and I don't know where he is. Oh, sure, that's the worst cup of tea I've ever had. It tastes like the inside of a Muscovite's breeches. How long are you going to keep us locked up here? Bill? As long as needs be, lad. Why didn't you tell me you knew the doctor? Because I knew you'd get me arrested. I didn't think anyone would try and kill me, though. You admit he's a traitor, then? The doctor is not a traitor. And neither am I. Bill, you've known me a month. We're friends. Then Kitchen turns up and suddenly you think I'm public enemy number one. Oh, I don't know what to think, to give you the truth of it. You look tired. Oh, I'm not too tired to keep an eye on you. And don't you be worrying yourself about that now. Oh, I am feeling awful tired, mine. Yeah. That'd be the pentabarbital kicking in. Pentabarbital? Tastes like the inside of a Muscovite's breeches, apparently. S something. Something in the tea. Afraid so. Stay there, Bill. Oh, what's that? Hey, you're 
Not going anywhere, you. Just close your eyes. Damn, but my legs won't... won't... It's just a sedative. It won't hurt you. Thomas, you're a... a... I know, mate. I know. Wake up, man! Russell! Damn it! Uh, what? Awake now! <coughs> uh, tea! Uh, cold tea! Damn! What do you think you're playing uh, at? Sleeping on duty! Kitchen! Uh, I'm, I'm not! I, I wasn't... He's escaped! Thomas Schofield! I'm not on duty, sir! Never mind that! We have to find him! I light this candle in his name. Come in, soldier. Don't be afraid. The chapel is a place of peace. Come, kneel beside me. We can pray together if you'd like. It's me, Miss Nightingale. Thomas Schofield! Shh! The Brigadier General has got soldiers looking for you everywhere. Yeah. I've been buried in this greatcoat for hours. I thought you'd come here sooner or later. You've been waiting for me? Yeah. Surely you don't expect me to help you escape the barracks? What good's escaping going to do me? My only friends in the world are more than likely... Well, if they're still around, they'll be expecting to find me here. Look, I came here to Scutari to help, and I still want to do that if I can. Well, then that explains it. Explains what? Why, the mystery of you, Thomas Schofield. Of me? Before I left London, I met with Sir Sidney Herbert. He's the Minister for War. Yeah. Well, he told me all about your strange and sudden appearance. An angel descended upon Scutari to minister to the sick. You what? Look, it's you's the angel, not me. Don't make light of it, Thomas. But it is. You're pretty much a saint, you are. Someone who gives themselves over completely to what they believe. I don't. I just help people. I can turn it on or off. And you will turn it off when your friends return? I guess. I have got a life outside the hospitals and that, you know. Ah, not like me. Is that correct? Oh, Ray, I didn't mean... Sir Sidney despairs of me, too. He thinks I should be married. In fact, he even suggested I might employ my so-called feminine wiles in pursuit of the mystery of you. Do what? I asked him if he quite remembered to whom he was speaking. To his credit, he rather blushed at that. No wiles. Fair enough. Are you disappointed, Mr. Schofield? Well, you are pretty hot. I beg you! It's just something they say where I come from. What? It's a compliment. It sounds more like a blasphemy. The two friends you say you've lost, are they the ones Mr. Russell was talking about? Ace and the Doctor, yeah. But he's wrong about them being collaborators. Are you close to them? The Doctor's not the easiest of guys to get close to. But yeah, I think so. An ace. I thought at one point I really wanted to get close to her. You know? I know. But I'm not so sure anymore. Ace is... Well, she keeps you guessing. Anytime she kissed you, you'd think it could be the last. You kiss her a lot? Are you kidding? She'd break my arm if I tried. I miss her, though. Her and the doctor. But it's like... It's like they're a package deal, you know? You don't get one without the other. Are they related? 
You'd think so sometimes, listening to them argue. I always had the idea of travelling with the Doctor as this temporary kind of thing. That it'd end. It's not like that phrase, though. Maybe it was once, but not anymore. But your heart is still in England. Kind of. I belong somewhere. The Doctor doesn't. Well, he belongs everywhere. I don't know. An ace belongs with him. If they're still alive, I hope they're still together. Thomas, I... What? What is it? I don't know how to tell you. In London, Sydney told me that the Brigadier General had hunted down and killed a traitor in Kursk. A man known only as the Doctor. What about Ace? I don't know. Perhaps we should pray for them both. It won't do them any good, though, will it? Don't go, Thomas. Let me talk to Bartholomew again. Perhaps he can be persuaded he was mistaken. What? About me being a traitor? Or about his killing my friend? Look, I think I just want to go now. Find out for sure what happened to Ace. Thomas. He called me Hex. Me name's Hex. Thomas. Come back. Thomas! Save it, Miss Nightingale. Stay right where you are, Thomas Schofield. Bill? Put your hands where I can see him. Listen, I don't want any trouble. Good. You wouldn't want to make it any harder on yourself, lad. Kitchen! Kitchen! What's the meaning of... Oh! See for yourself. You're going to shoot me, Bill? Really? Mr. Russell, what do you think you're doing? The, the chapel is a place of worship. Ah, but this would be the corridor outside the chapel, Miss Nightingale. I'm desecrating nothing. You've been waiting for me, Bill. I reckon there was one person round here you were soft enough on to seek out. You reckon right? Mr. Russell, lower your weapon, please. Ah, but it's only for show. For sure there's no shot inside, see? Still, you'll give yourself up to me, lad, if you know what's good for you. You've got to be kidding. You'll just be locked up till all this can be sorted out, that's all. Right, and your Brigadier General is going to settle for that, is he? I don't... He's going to have me shot, so I'm not stopping. Thomas, please, I'm trying to give you a chance here. I've done nothing wrong. All I've tried to do is... Stop right there, Schofield. You're going nowhere, traitor! Bartholomew! Out of my way, Miss Nightingale! <gasps> Set your pistol aside, Bartholomew. And you, Thomas Schofield, you do as the Brigadier General asks and stand where you are. Now, this matter may be settled fairly if you would both but come together and speak to one another as gentlemen. She's right, lad. Thomas, what do you say? If your Brigadier General will hear me out, yeah? Bartholomew? Steady now. Oh, Lev, injured woman here. I apologise. Yeah, cobblestones and broken ribs don't mix. Is it far, cell block H? The prison? Not far, just at the bottom of the hill. Thanks, Lev. What for? Yes. Coming to see me every day. Keeping me company. It was a pleasure, I assure you. And, to be honest, I had an ulterior motive. <laughs> don't tell me. Odehovsky? Uh-huh. Bet me 75 rubles you would either be shot or sent to St. Petersburg without having kissed me. Not that I wouldn't have wanted to kiss you if you had not made the bet. I mean, I would have tried, anyway, to kiss you. Or rather, to get you to want to kiss me, if you see what I mean. Well, 
seeing as I won't see you again. You make it sound like you are expecting to die. You are not so badly injured. Just shut up, will you? Come here. Well. Don't spend the money all at once. And sorry. Don't be. I meant, Lev, this is my last chance to escape, so... What? Ah! Sorry! Sorry! It's just, I've got to find my friends! Yeah! Ace! Stop! There are soldiers! You what? Oh, hell! Hold! Hold there! You may not pass! Come on! She is English! No, please! You do not understand! Fire at will! Sir Hamilton, a pleasure to see you again. Good morning, Doctor. Just one moment, guard. You understand? You succeeded then. I'm to be unincarcerated? I uh, have just now received a communique from the office of the Russian Minister for War. I. Uh, well, perhaps you should read it. Let me see. Your reform of the Palace of Tsar Nicholas I. On this day of the 7th of October in the year 1854, on the authority of... Uh, yes, 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 Ah! That the prisoner known as the doctor is to be... I'm afraid so, old man. So much for his majesty's conscience. Well, no, that's put a spanner on the works. To mortal sin. <laughs> and though she may claim. It's an outrage, Barty, a banny outrage! Ah, see, Mark, keep me company in a drink. What? No, thank you. Too early for me. Have you read this? Oh, the doctor's fate has been decided. They're going to shoot him, Barty. First thing tomorrow. Sit down, old boy. We must do something. Just sit down, will you? Stop telling me to sit down. I don't want to sit down. There's only one thing for it. We must break the poor chap out. Seymour, it was the doctor who delayed the fleet on September the 20th. What? But he invented a story that the Tsar was about to surrender Sebastopol. And advised our chaps to wait. That, of course, allowed the Russian generals to properly form the city's defences. But that would have cost countless lives on both sides. I've long suspected the doctor, but I've only just had it confirmed by my man in Sebastopol. I was about to deliver my full report to you. You'll need to sign that, by the way. So the Tsar thinks he's executing a British agent for signalling the location of the Russian fleet? While, in fact, he's putting to death one of the Russian military's own double agents, yes. Well, if that's true, why hasn't the military piped up and claimed their men? That's the price a double agent knows he may have to pay. If they admit he's a double agent, then we'd know we'd been compromised and would start rooting around for more of the fellows. Sounds dashed complicated to me, Barty. And you've had this confirmed, you say? 100% reliable source, I'm afraid. I've drafted a telegram for you to send to Sir Sidney Herbert, ahead of the report. You should sign that, too. Well, if you're absolutely sure... Absolutely. Absolutely.
side. You're the fellow in the know, Barty. Chap's still a hero to my mind. All our heroes are dead, Seymour. All our heroes are dead. She is English! No, please! You do not understand! Fire at will! Now, this matter may be settled fairly if you would both but come together and speak to one another as gentlemen. Thomas, what do you say? If your Brigadier General will hear me out, yeah? Bartholomew? I say the boy's a collaborator. To hell with him! Bartholomew, no! Damn it, Kitchen! Oh, God! Ace, Ace, are you right? Nishka, hush. Ace, are you shot? Ace, oh, I don't think so. Ooh, I'm not in any hurry to try that again. Here, here take my hand. Cheers. Benson oh. Tolstoy, move away from the prisoner. Ace, you must surrender yourself. You think? I think. Yeah. Sorry again, Nev. Benson, watch her. What? Hey, my saber. Play the hostage and everyone dead. Back off, Boris! Or Enton Tolstoy here gets run through! Are you mad? Just get on the horse, Lev! She still has half the cart hanging off her! <sighs> Not anymore! Now get on the horse! <sighs> Whatever you say! <sighs> right, you drive this thing. I'm not qualified. This is mad! Mad! Welcome to my world. Go, go, go! Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> Hamilton, come to visit the condemned man? Three minutes. That is all, yes? Yes, yes. Well, I've come to... Uh, to rescue you, I suppose you could say, I think. Really? How kind. But I'm afraid it's not convenient. Not convenient? You're to be shot at dawn, man. Nonetheless, the laws of causality decree that I must remain in this dungeon until the Minister of War has received official confirmation that I'm a traitor to the Crown. Oh, yes. Barty, Brigadier General Kitchen, was rather persuasive on that score. Sorry. So, you have sent the report to London? Went against the grain, mind you. Been turning it over and over in my mind ever since, thinking... 
What if... Yes, 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 yes. And did the report detail everything about me, right down to the bloodstains on my jersey? Well, yes. <laughs> Thank you, Sir Hamilton. You have just ensured the continuity of the timeline. And that's good, is it? Oh, very, yes. Mm-hmm. Now, escape. Oh, yes. I thought you play sick. I'll call the guard and trip him, accidentally on purpose, as he descends the steps. While he's seeing stars, you whip off his keychain and then... Alternatively, I could wait until you've gone and let myself up with this. Doctor, is that a key? Fashioned from one of the Tsar's gold spoons. Took me over a week to fan it down against that wall. So you could have escaped from here at any time in the last couple of days? I could. But not before you sent the report. Otherwise, I'd never have come here in the first place. And things would have got terribly confusing. I see. I think. Look here, Doctor. Whatever you are, can you promise me you're not a collaborator? What I can promise you, Ambassador, is that the identity of the collaborator will be revealed in due course. It will? Absolutely. But first... Ah, yes. You need to escape from the palace. No, I need to get to the kitchens. Meet me outside the dungeon entrance in five minutes. You can show me the way. Get away from the window! It's all right, they've ridden past. Sorry I got you into this, Lev. Your guys must be pretty serious about finding me. Or me. We should live here as soon as possible, Ace. I don't want to bring trouble to the peasants. Oi! Don't call them that. The villagers helped us. Saw we needed help, didn't ask why, and hid us. Fed us too, even though they've got pretty much nothing. Well, yes, they are simple, noble people. (laughs) You really are a writer, aren't you? What do you mean by that? Well, it's all romantic exaggeration, isn't it? There's nothing noble about going hungry. There are many of us who strive to improve the conditions of our own peasants. Don't say that! What do you mean, your peasants? I am a count, remember? I have 350 peasants. Or at least I had. I lost my family home at cards last month. I threw in the peasants on the final raise. Gambling? With people's lives? <sighs> nice. We landowners may be noble by birth, Ace. But I see now we are ignoble indeed. The peasants there are the other way around. They did not make this unworthy war. Is that why you're still here, Lev? You don't want to go back to Sebastopol? I'm no coward. But you are a woman who needs the help of a strong man. (sighs) I'm a woman who needs to get to St. Petersburg, and you're my best hope of getting there. Ah, yes, to find your doctor. Yeah, and the TARDIS. Your blue box that fell in the harbour. It's like she's around here somewhere. It's almost like I can feel her. Come on, we should leave before the soldiers return. Doctor, it sounds as though the whole palace guard's been turned out to look for you. Never fear, Sir Hamilton, I've finished. Just a stopper. Yes, I think that should do the trick. So this bottle will enable you to find your friend Ace like a compass? In a manner of speaking, yes. I coated the TARDIS key with a thin saline solution mixed with dried particles of Ace's blood from my pullover. Yes, 
I'm not really following a word of this, you know, but it sounds bally clever. The residual energy in the key oxidizes the blood and serves to suspend it in the oil, see? And you're telling me that's pointing towards this ace? And the markings here indicate the approximate distance between St. Petersburg and Sebastopol. Well, I never. How accurate is it? Uh, not very, I'm afraid. But will it find Ace or your TARDIS? If my supposition about the fate of my TARDIS is correct, it'll find both of them. Hmm. And it looks so like Ace isn't in Sebastopol anymore. God! God! That's Barty. I'll leave by the back way, Sir Hamilton. Thank you for trusting me. My pleasure. I hope. Oh, it's vitally important you don't tell anyone that I wasn't really a Russian collaborator. Are you sure? Positive. Goodbye, Sir Hamilton. Goodbye, Doctor. Very confusing business, this. Seymour. What the devil is... Ah, Barty. Come for a cup of tea. Have you seen the Doctor? He's in the dungeons, old boy. He's escaped, you fool! He's not in here! Search everywhere! I want that man found and executed! General and his men catch up with me first, or I freeze to death. Yekaterinoslav, five miles. How long is it going to take us to get to St. Petersburg from here? We can't use the major roads, and we should stay away from the train lines. The camp will have sent telegrams ahead of us all the way from here to the palace itself by now. So? Oh, uh, a week. Most likely more. Then we're going to need a second horse. On! On! Yeah! All right, men. The townspeople say a man of the doctor's description came through here two days ago. We're moving on. Lev, what are you going to do when we get to St. Petersburg? Oh, I thought I'd hand you over to the Tsar. There must be a substantial bounty on your head by now. The beautiful British spy. We could just pretend you've been my hostage all this time. We could do that.
Good day. Uh, this is the telegraph office, yes? <clears throat> I'd like you to send this message to Sir Hamilton Seymour, care of the Royal Palace in St. Petersburg. It's rather urgent, so I wait for the reply. <clears throat> Take a letter. <clears throat> For the attention of the doctor from Sir Hamilton Seymour, British Embassy, St. Petersburg. Message reads, Sorry to hear of demise of your marvellous contraption. Stop. All information suggests Ace still heading north. Stop. Pursuers forcing her towards city of Kursk. Stop. Expected there within two days. Stop. Godspeed. Stop. Message ends. We've got him, Lieutenant. Telegraph operator says he was here at this office yesterday. He's heading for Kursk. We'll be there by midnight. And when we do, I'll be going in alone. Yeah! Who's got lost? Lev, come on. There must be a stable or something. I do not believe I can go any further, Ace. Horse or no horse. Oh, I meant to sleep in, dummy. No, it is too dangerous. The soldiers will be here by morning. Ace, you go. I shall wait here. When they arrive, I shall try to send them in the wrong direction. But what if they catch you? I will say you were a double agent all along. Failing that, I will buy them off. What with? Adokhovsky's 75 rubles, of course. Find your doctor. Find your tigers. It was nice to meet you, Lev Nikolaevich Tolstoy. Come closer. The pleasure was... Oh, leave it out, Lev! Someone's uh, coming! I hear hoofbeats. Oh, God, they have gained on us! Hey! I don't believe it! Impossible. It cannot be. It blooming well can! Doctor! Doctor! Ace! I don't get it! How do you know to find me? No time. Ah, oh, yes, Doctor. I have you now. I'm guessing the guy on horseback waving a sabre isn't friendly. Far from it. Ten days and 200 miles later, here we are. Stand, sir. You should stand and face me, not cower in some peasant woman's shadow. Oi! I don't know who you are, pal, but you are so not making a good first impression. An English woman? Yes, sir. And she is no peasant. Yes. Oh, and a Russian ensign. Why, I do believe I've stumbled on a viper's nest of spies and traitors. Do you accuse me, sir? I do, sir. Then prepare to die. Never mind that now. Quickly, Ace, before our two acquaintances hack one another to pieces, hug me. What? Our lives depend on it. Well, if you say so. <laughs> What? No, stand back! You two, mine! Lev? He's out for the count. The Brigadier General, too. Doctor, the TARDIS. It's white, I know. Well, I'll explain later. Yes. We'll be off now, Lev. Thanks for everything. Don't mention it. His face really is familiar. Yeah, can we go before your sabre-wielding chum comes back for more? Oh, of course. Oh, 
No, no, a key! Don't tell me you've lost it. In the forest, when my ace detector shattered. Obviously. Just as well I thought to bring a spare. But that should be... In a cubbyhole above the P of police box. Yeah. Give me that. The spare key is not to be removed. Yeah, yeah, whatever you say. No. No, come back, damn you, come back! Too late, comrade. They are gone. Disapparated. I think, therefore, our disagreement is ended. Disapparated. This Vidania, Tavares. He can't. Doctor, come back. Doctor, doctor. Am I glad to be back in here? Uh, yes, 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 yes. So come on then. How do you do it? Bring the TARDIS back. You got a sneaky remote control or something? Well, in a sense, you're my remote control ace. The TARDIS followed you to me. Do what? The readings confirm it. As I suspected, when the cannonball hit the TARDIS at Sebastopol, it caused the hostile action displacement system to activate. Yeah, but white TARDIS? Ah, well, the cannon shot must have shattered her corporeal shell. Oh, must have. Mm, yeah. I dare say most of it ended up drifting in the Black Sea. So all the while, the TARDIS has been floating in the vortex. Waiting for you to find me, Ace. She's been growing a new shell. In essence, yes. Still a police box, though. Oh, I'm sure the colour will come in time. Now, let's see what Mr. Hanks has been up to. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Backtrack there a minute. Remote control? Waiting for me to find you? The sea is not a fixed substance. So when the TARDIS sensed that you were holding onto her when you both went into the water at Sebastopol, she chose to re-emerge from the vortex at your space-time location. Right. Alas, you're not a time lord, so she couldn't trace you. I get it! The hug! Fooled her into thinking you had the double heartbeats of a time lord. Yes! What's that? A hypersonic pulse emanating from the area of Turkey at 10.14pm on the 19th of November, 1854. Hypersonic. Oh no, Hex! Now, this matter may be settled fairly if you would both but come together and speak to one another as gentlemen. Thomas, what do you say? If your Brigadier General will hear me out, yeah? Bartholomew? I say the boy's a collaborator. To hell with him! Bartholomew, no! Damn it, Kitchen! Oh, God! <laughs> now, what in heaven's name did you do that for? The Doctor is a proven collaborator. Thomas Schofield is a self-confessed associate of the Doctor. And that means he has to die. Everyone has to die. Oh, God! <laughs> Thomas, let me see. It's my shoulder. I know. Our army was delayed for days outside Sebastopol, and now they are dying. Don't you see? They all have to die. Save your efforts, Miss Nightingale. A shot to the heart will end his misery. Brigadier General, shooting this boy will not appease your own demons. God. Stay still, Mr. Schofield. I can see the shot has passed through the clavipectoral fascia. Anything else? Uh, uh, I need more light. Mr. Russell, procure me a lamp, if you please. I don't believe it. The only time the lady with the lamp's without a lamp 
This one's just treating me. Be quiet. A lamp, for sure, yes. Don't move. Brigadier General, whoever your man here has for friends, I won't let him die for the want of a lamp, and there's an end to it. I'm warning you. Bill, for God's sake, get out the way. He'll just shoot you too. Lie still. There is much blood. Listen, Miss Nightingale, Florence, in the pocket of me tunic, there's this kind of one thing. It's no good, Miss Nightingale. Reckon as we're going to have to dig it out with our fingers, like... Just give it here, will you? This is no time for magic tricks, Mr. Schofield. Please! He's going to kill me for it, but I'm dead otherwise. If you see what I mean. This? That's it. What the devil? What is it, lad? Hypersonic scalpel. For surgery? It is warm. Hand it over, Miss Nightingale. What, Bartholomew? Would you shoot me, too? I... I don't know. Hand it over! Very well. No! What's me done for? Do you hear something? No. Oh, yes. Operating again. The white box. Eh? What in heaven's name? Hello. How's again? Brigadier General. Doctor! Ace! All right, face ache. Oh, my God, what's happened? Keep back. Oh, but I won't squander my second chance. This time, Doctor, you'll stay dead. No, but I shan't squander me first. Please, let go of me. Not until you drop the pistol. There's a good fellow. Now, sit down. Thank you, Mr. Russell. Now, first things first. Heck, stay out of the light, please. If you stay out of my face, mush. I beg your pardon? Yeah. Don't fight, girls. I think he's in good hands, Ace. Miss Florence Nightingale, I presume? Yes, but... Delighted to make your acquaintance. Now, Mr Russell, I'm sure my friend Ace here will be more than willing to apologise to you later. Yeah, or give you the chance of a rematch. But in the meantime, would you please contact Sir Hamilton Seymour in St Petersburg... He will validate my credentials. Ah, but you'll have to do better than that. This is the doctor? The man you killed, Bartholomew? Killed? They... disapparated. What else could I say? Um, why was he so eager to kill you, anyway? Well, because when we met at St Petersburg, I hinted to the Brigadier General that I knew his secret. Secret? And after that, he had to try and eliminate me by fair means or foul. What secret? Oh, can't you guess, man? I... I was the one who alerted the Tsar to the naval action of the 20th of September. I am responsible for the army being stalled outside Sebastopol. Me! You were the traitor. Of course. This is the burden that torments you so, isn't it, Bartholomew? It's all wrong, this war. It, it isn't just. There's no honour in it. No nobility. I met someone in Sebastopol who thinks the same way. But he's not perpetuating it by selling information to the enemy. I sold nothing. I just thought it would stop. I thought we'd all turn back when it was plain that the Russians were dug in at Sebastopol, that the war would be over. Every act of hostility is done in the name of peace. I'm sorry. So sorry. Ah, stop snivelling, man. Mr Schofield! Thomas! What have you done to him? It's all right, Ash. Really. Let me see. He is uh, fading somewhat, I'm afraid. Poor lad. Perhaps I should fetch the chaplain like No! I shall treat him here. That won't be necessary. Ace, help me with him. You can't move him! Yeah? <sighs> but he could catch anything in this place. No offence, but can't you smell it? Miss Nightingale. Florence. 
I have to go, like... Where to? The white box. If anyone asks, just say the angels took him. But... Come on! Well, would you look at that. The angels took him. Quiet, Bartholomew. The way I see it, Thomas Schofield was an angel already. Hurry up, Doctor! I don't know the look of him! So what's new, eh? Shut it, you. I'm sorry, Doctor. About the scalpel, like... You know what? Yeah, yes, time and a place, Mr. Hex. Time and a place. Tell him... Tell him I know he was only trying to make me feel better about myself. You know, after bless. I'll have words, don't worry. Yeah, yeah, tell him. Doctor, wherever we're going, we need to get there fast! I don't want to be in any punty space hospital, mind. There's only one time and one place I want to be right now. I realise that, Master Hex, and that is precisely where we're going. Where? Hex! Can you hear me? He knows. St. Garth's. this candle in his name. What could such a man's conscience lead him to? Bartholomew. Men have died. Then let us pray for them together. I was praying for myself. And God has heard you and he has forgiven you. I have caused so many deaths. Then it is they for whom you are praying, not yourself. Perhaps. God forgives Bartholomew. Not me, Miss Nightingale. I will not let him. There are some things that a man cannot bear, that he does and then cannot live with. It is correct and proper that he cannot live with them. I do not ask for forgiveness. I am doing penance in the eyes of God. That is all I ask, that I suffer for what I have done. I understand. But the idea of paying penance is that it ends, Bartholomew. You balance your sin. You must at some point say, enough. And you, Florence? Me. When will your suffering have been enough? Let us pray together, Bartholomew.
if not for ourselves, then perhaps for each other, and for Thomas Schofield. <laughs>